The Woodbiz Podcast is happily sponsored by the wonderful people over at Timbercon, Australia's favourite woodworking store that has everything to get you woodworking today. Check it out at www.timbercon.com.au. Get everybody, welcome back to the Woodbiz Podcast, episode six. Jared, how are you, mate? I'm good, Dino. Good, mate. Um, let's just rip right into the episode, hey? Um, yeah. We've got a couple of things to go over today. So, as always, what's going on in the shop? Uh, we'll have our t- uh, today's topic, which will be end of financial year review. So, I know nice. I love all that type of stuff. I know you do as well. So, that'll be good to it. kind of... Um, get into that and then we've got a couple of questions from people that have um, put some in over the last couple of weeks Uh, so I guess we'll get started mate what's going on in the shop oh man I'm still working on these um, big archways this big opening for this Melbourne job so um, that's sort of my thing at the moment I've got a couple of other little things going on Um, I've had the last week off so I've been crook so that's kind of set me back a little bit but other than that um, yeah, still working on this Melbourne job. I think I'll be on that for the next probably month or so. Um, but I need to get other stuff out out at the same time so I can get some money in. <laughs> mm, geez, yeah. eh? So, what have you have you finished up the actual bent lamination process? I know I've been watching a lot of that on your stories. Is that is that all done now? Yeah. So the whole bent lem stuff is is finished, which is good. Um, I love I love that process. It's a really good process, but um, yeah, it's kind of good to have it have it done. It, it mm. was a little bit of a nightmare, just being so big. Like smaller Bentley stuff is is pretty good, but um, just being that they're like four point two or four point three meters or whatever they are, that they're, they're just way too big, man. Um, and they're just heavy and they're in the way and they're awkward to move and yeah, mm. but. At least they're done, so they're like I think they're like seventy seventy two mil thick by two o five wide, so they're big big solid beams um so i've I've sort of got a now this week now that I'm back, I'm gonna be finishing off those arches now that that bent leb sort of corners are finished now it's just sort of all the straight edge sort of sections that connect it all together now, so um that's this week prepping up prepping up the um straight edge side of things. Okay, and yeah. so each of those like bent lamination beams are they are you joining those together or are they all going to be kind of separate from one another? Nah, so two of them will be joined together um, with with sort of uh, how to explain it. So everything's getting joined together with domino connectors so that they can join it all on site. Um, right. I found out today now that they're going to fly me down to Melbourne so that I can help with the install for a day. <laughs> And sort of talk them through what to do, which I didn't want to do, but I, I gave them a silly price and they said yes to, to send me down. So I thought they'd say no, but they didn't. So now I've got to go to Melbourne once it's all done. Um, so the the big Bentlem things that I've done already, they're, they're just the corners of the, of the, um, the actual construction. So it'll be like a, a left and a right. So I've still got to build uprights that connect to these corners and then mm. these corners... Um, then arch into a center section that'll be a dead straight. So um, I did the final measurements with the boys today, and I think it was um, the the biggest openings, 8.1 meters wide by um, uh, 3.8 meters tall. So it's a big, big opening. Holy yeah. moly, man! That's that's insane. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's that gonna be insane. good. But we were sort of talking. Um, uh, I got the schematics finally 
um, pardon me, for the, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, like the runners sort of thing for where the doors are going to be connected to. Um, mm. Originally, they were going to be automatic doors that I'm building. Uh, now they've decided to do a manual. So I think the builder sort of um, saw the price difference between auto and manual. I know I know that he spent $20,000 on one set of runners. So if he's paying 40 grand, uh, like 20 grand per, per door, um, per opening, then, then the auto doors must have been pretty expensive. So, wow. yeah. And then he's paying me my side of things. So it, it, it mm. I think he just kind of went, yep, this has blown the budget. So we're going to be doing manual doors now. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. Fair play. Oh, it's going to look marvelous regardless. I can't, I just cannot wait to see the end, uh, end product there. Yeah. I'm excited. So we've actually got a, um, um, an empty factory that we're going to be putting it all together in here in Emu Plains now. So oh. I'll bring all the components to Emu Plains, connect it all together, so that we can I can show the guys here what how to sort of assemble and then disassemble it. Mm. So that then that way when we get down to Melbourne, it's sort of not just me pointing the finger, going, "Hey, this is what we do." There's going to be at least three others that'll know sort of the, the rough idea of how it all goes together. Because um, mm. I've got to draw out a uh, pretty much a, a booklet on A to A, B to B, what connects to what, which which sections go to what section, what other sections. Because there's two doors as well, that's going to be a little bit of a nightmare. So everything has to be labelled. I'm going to do them colour-coded. So one set of doors will be colour-coded with green labels. The other one will be colour-coded with red labels. And then that way it's kind of going to, yep, here's all the red label stuff, go to that side. Here's all the green label stuff, go to that side. And then... Awesome do it all all that sort of way so there's a a fair bit of work involved in it but um i'm trying to make it as easy as possible so that i'm only down in melbourne for the day i'm I'm just going to fly down early in the morning do the day with them fly back that night so then i'm back here so i can continue working in the shop because i can't really afford to spend more than a day away from the shop at the moment just just with all the work that's sitting in there i need to get out hmm I see. Okay. Well, very exciting, yes. mate. Very exciting. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. uh, on on my side of things, there's been a couple of things. So we've um, I've been very excited. I've uh, I landed a um a kitchen benchtop uh job that they want as just one big live edge slab. I know that you know nice. about this because I've had to yeah. buy it from you. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> so it's a nice big uh, black butt. Um, live edge slab they just wanted that nice live edge finish and a bit of a particular shape to this um, kitchen bench top but to be honest I haven't yet haven't worked with a, a bigger slab before so it'll be just uh, they do want epoxy all filled in the all the lovely character marks and whatnot within it um, so it's just going to be a good bit of fun and a nice little learning curve for me so um, yeah, get man. ready for some questions from me mate because they're coming <laughs> yeah that's all right man I'm, <laughs> I'm actually excited this slab's really good I've I've worked with, um, I think two, two or three slabs from this slab set now, and yeah, they're they're probably one of my favourite slab sets I've worked with for a while. So, okay, yeah, very very lucky that I even wanted to part ways with. This oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I haven't secured payment yet, so you better yeah, well, who knows? be yeah. good for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez, I've got to come down and sort that out tomorrow then. Yeah, um, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, now apart from that, I've been um, just in the uh, the workshop. I've been doing as much as I can in terms of trying to organise 
the crap that's around me. So I was just the other day, I was um, working just at the table saw and I had just a whole pile of timber that sit, was sitting on the floor, still stacked all right and everything, but it was just, it's just sitting right behind the table saw, not the greatest trip hazard that you can have. So <laughs> I thought, no, I've got to sort this out. So I went and went onto Amazon and bought all the um, wood racks that you chuck up on the walls. You pretty much see every YouTuber with these specific style, I think they're called Bora. <laughs> um wood racks or whatever they are but um yeah anyway got them from amazon i got a whole bunch of them and it's amazing like it's literally picked up the whole crap from on the floor and now they're up on the walls so i um that was that was nice to get all that done so a bit of organization going on in the shop and I, I can actually see the floor which is nice um yeah i was i was watching that when i saw you put them up i was like that's a that's a great idea you, you definitely needed it <laughs> oh i needed it i needed it so bad i actually need more racking to be honest i've i've got some spaces outside of the workshop that i can put more storage which is really lucky but um yep. so i do need to work on some of that but uh what I didn't think of was to actually finish painting the walls before I put the racking up. So ah, yeah, that, that was a bit of a good. silly error, but uh, anyway, whatever. <laughs> it's a workshop. Um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> they don't need to be painted. They'll be right. No, nah, <laughs> nah, I'll just point the camera the other way of the wall that's finished. So that'll that'll do. <laughs> yeah, that's um, it. You can never um, have enough racking, man. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, I'm finding that out very. Like I filled them straight away. So yeah. Yeah. I've got an industrial like shelving um, thing as well that I've just chucked on casters. I bought some casters from Amazon as well because everything has to be on casters in this this little space. But um, yeah. And then that's chopped as well. So I've got all my little offcuts <laughs> and a couple of little machines and a few oh. bits and pieces. Like it just accrues immediately. As soon as you put yeah. any storage things there, boom, filled. Yep. So, I'm, I'm the same, man. I can't oh. have enough racking where I am either, but... We're sort of in the talks now about getting the um, unit across the road from us. So, looks oh, like that, okay. Yeah, yeah, it looks like that that might possibly be happening either <sighs> late late this year, early next. So, yeah, that'll be another eight hundred and something square meters added to the oh space. So I have Lord. plenty of room for more racking. <laughs> I, I hate you. <laughs> I hate you with jealousy. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Oh, uh, the only <laughs> other thing that I wanted to uh, bring up, I've already annoyed you about this question, but um, <laughs> I thought it'd be one to put out there on the pod. But um, So I'm about to make a purchase. Some lovely tax money's just come through. And, um, and so I'm thinking about either buying A, a jointer, or B, a Festool TS75 track saw. Now, I know pretty much everyone, I know pretty much what everyone's going to tell me to buy, and they're <laughs> probably right. But the reason, yeah. so essentially, <clears throat> jointer would just be magnificent because obviously squaring up your boards and squaring everything properly is pretty much the most important thing how to get started. So I do work with um, rough lumber every now and then. The way mm -hmm. that I work around that at the moment is just with the planer that I've got, I can use planer sleds and I can get these things pretty, um, not pretty square, I can get them square. So it just takes yeah. a lot more time. I have used a jointer before and yes, it's it's marvellous. So I definitely yeah. do want one. It's definitely happening. <laughs> um, the reason behind why I've said Festal TS 75 tracks are in that as well is because I don't, I do a lot of, I get a lot of requests for mitered edges, uh, like waterfall edges, sorry, work. So when mm -hmm. desks, console tables, I get a lot of wa people wanting waterfall style work. And with the Festool TS75 track saw, I can get that done pretty easy. So I don't have a panel saw in the shop. I've got a table saw and I could get that done with some console tables and the widths there, but 
the larger desks and stuff that I do, it's hard. Like I don't have, it's it's hard to get that done on the table saw. So I feel like a um, a track saw would be quite handy there amongst a lot of other things. Um, yeah. Even just jointing very long pieces of um, timber, sometimes the track saw would probably be a lot easier than any jointing <laughs> jig that I've got on the, on the table saw. So yeah. um, one thing that I, yeah. I, I will say is, um, with the tracks or you mentioned the two tracks that you'll be going for. Mm. Um, one thing that I would probably do is get the bigger, like, cause I, I think it comes with a, with a 1400 or a 1200 already. Yeah. Ford 1400, yeah. I think was the one that came, came with in the pack that I was looking at. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I personally would go the three meter track on top of Ooh, that. Okay. Yeah. So I've got the three meter track. I, I can't even tell you how many times I've joined my three meter and my 1.4 together and it's still Ooh. not big enough. Oh, yeah. copy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, because I think thing. I wrote to you two point four. I had a two point yeah. four track in mind and the one point four. Yeah. Okay. All right. No, I'll. I'll. Yeah. I'd do that for sure. Then. Just like because when you look at the price point, yeah, they're expensive for what the track is. Mm. Um, but they're they're sort of the bigger the better. I mean, like if it's only I think it's like another hundred and something bucks, or maybe close to two hundred bucks on top mm. for the three meter. For what you're already spending, you might as well spend that little tiny bit more and get that that bit extra. Um, mm. And then another thing is, um, if that's not long enough, the Makita tracks actually fit the the um, TS75. Yeah. They do, don't they? Yeah, mm. and they connect onto the Festal tracks as well. So mm. yeah, I borrowed my mate's two 1.4 tracks that he had when I was building those stairs about a month ago. Um, cause we had to run a six meter length, um, wow. and that, that was fun. So yeah, I found out that they, um, fit perfectly. I was like, Oh, that's not bad. They're not the exact same, um, profile, but, um, when you connect them together, the, there's no, like the, the saw slides through perfectly with no issues. Wow. It doesn't hit anything. So yeah. Jeez, what a coincidence yeah. that is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Something to keep in mind. <laughs> <laughs> that is something to keep in mind. Okay. All right. Yeah. So yeah. All right. So I've got something to think about there. Obviously, yeah, just for a bit of perspective with the um, TS75, I'm going to get the dust collection. I can't remember which model it is now. It's the big the big one the big um, yeah. that I was looking at. I can't remember what the model is um, for the life of me. But I think um, it's one of the newer ones because I didn't recognize the model number that you that you sent me. So okay. I'm assuming it's one of the newest vacs. I think it's the 35 litre um, mm. and it's got the auto clean. It was about 1800 Australian dollars, yeah. whatever it is. It's freaking hefty. But um, I mean, yeah. For a vacuum. The, yeah, <laughs> dust, dust collection and, and stuff like that. It's just, that's the highest priority for me in this shop. Um, it probably needs to be for you, mate, with the way that you're coughing. But uh, no. Oh, man, this cough's been doing my head in, I tell you. Oh, that was I'm perfect so, timing. I'm so over it. Oh, you poor oh. thing, mate. Bloody hell. Yeah. So, yeah, anyway, so that's that's what I'm kind of trying to decide on at the moment. Um, the, the jointers that I would be looking at, I've been back and forward about this as well, but um, there's been a couple that have stood out to me um, and they're yeah a bit exier than what I wanted, but... I feel mm. like if I'm going to be buying this, I want to be buying it for a growth men mentality. So I've got to take a little bit of a plunge. Um, yeah. uh, I've heard hit, hits and misses with the uh, the Hammer A341. Um, the hits being that they're just a bloody beautiful machine. Uh, the mm. misses being that uh, Felder's servicing can be somewhat um, interesting. So that, that's... Yeah. 
that's the uh, advice that I've been given. Um, They're pretty minimal. I think I think they have like three service guys that run Australia. So like, don't quote me, but I'm fairly certain there's three. Back when I purchased Felder stuff a couple of years ago, there was one dude that serviced all of Australia. So he oh, was no. in a different state. He'd try and fix everything over the phone. And it just never worked. And if you don't know enough about the internals of these machines, man, they're, they're pretty bloody hopeless. So it takes mm. months for them to come and help you out. But, the, the, like, their machines aren't bad. They're a good... They are a great machine. Yeah. Mm. So, and okay. and the good thing is, being an EMU planes, you can actually go and test the machines out. So you I can do go like to their thing, yeah, and then you can and play like with them. I like that... Um, I, Because I spoke to them on the phone and... Um, like was just talking to them about that specific machine and they said, yeah, no, nah, we'll come up, we'll make sure it's all working for you. We'll, when we deliver it to you, we'll set it up for you and make sure it's all running properly and square. And I do yeah. like that. I, yeah, I really do like good. that because I'm, I'm, I'm okay with fiddling around with all that type of stuff and machinery, but I'd rather not if I don't have to. Yeah. Like it's, you've got to get to know your machines anyway. You, you'll be forced to at some point, but... I'm I'm happy for them to do it. You, you want to go into it. You you want to go into it with it running smoothly. Yes. Like that's that's yes. one thing that I am not happy with with my SEM bandsaw that I've got. Right. Is the service and I really don't give a shit. But the service was fucking horrible with SEM. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. It took okay. them ten days to get somebody out to just look at the machine mm. that wasn't working properly, fresh from the box. Yeah. That's and it not did great, my head it? in, man. So and then they tried to charge me five hundred dollars. And oh, I was like, mate, this is a kid. brand new machine. I've just spent like quite a lot of money on, <laughs> mm. and you're trying to charge me 500 bucks to get someone to to set it up fresh out mm. the box when it should be working. So that's one thing that really irritated me. And I've I've heard quite a few people say similar things from SEM as well. Mm. So yeah, with mate. um Felder, sorry. With nah, this was the SEM guys. Oh, oh yeah. sorry, S- yeah, yeah, copy, yeah. copy, copy. Yeah, okay. So, I was now, now I've completely changed. I was getting a big SEM 1350 wide belt sander um, for the shop that was meant to come at the end of the year. I've now mm. canned it. I just Ooh. went not interested after, because there was a whole bunch of other stuff that happened in between. They tried to charge me like 200 bucks for these belts that I got for $20 that were identical. Nothing wrong with them. I got it from CBC and CBC buys them straight from Italy, which is exactly where SEM gets them from. Um, and then they tried to bullshit me and tell me that they weren't the same. And then I literally sent them a photo of them side by side with everything. Every marking was identical. You couldn't tell the difference between the two. <laughs> and I was like, nah, you guys are just greedy pricks. Mm. So I went, can your bloody $70,000, $80,000 sander? I'll go buy one from Leader. So now I'm going through Leader. It, Leader's Chinese manufactured, but at the same time, their service is, is pretty, It's it's sort of, it's up there. It, it's really good. The, okay. the, I got a mate that's entire shop is leader. Um, every time something's down, he'll 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 call them up. Same day, if not first thing that next morning, someone's out there to fix the machine. Mm-hmm. Um, he just got his um, panel saw replaced, completely replaced after three years of having the panel saw. Um, they came in and something something had happened with the the um, the bevel on it or something, um, and it was about it was like point something degrees out, and they couldn't get a perfectly straight ninety degree cut from it. Um, the service guys couldn't figure out what was wrong with it, and the next day they had a brand new one turn up to his shop, and he wow. didn't even know it was coming. <laughs> wow! And they just went, "We're here to set this up, get rid of the old one." So their their service is 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 
is up there, man. It's brilliant. So after hearing that, and I've heard a few people say the same, I'm just going to slowly switch out all my machines over to Leader now, I think. It's interesting hearing that, that, um, you know, someone that's been in the game and is, you know, running quite a, um, a voluminous um, business uh, in the woodworking industry, like you've you've obviously named a couple of leading um, uh, <laughs> businesses there in, in the in the machinery game, and then what is most important to you is servicing, which is just mm. like you would think that that would be part of the basics, wouldn't it? With the man, that's exactly the top what guys, I've... but a, a, apparently not. I mean, I'm sure everyone's got a little bit of a different story. I'm sure everyone's had different experiences with different um, mm. uh, machinery places. So I'm not sure you're. <laughs> <laughs> um, everyone will agree with what you say because I'm sure no, everyone's had a bit not. of a different experience. But um, yeah, it's just it's interesting that it does come back to that servicing factor a lot of the time, doesn't it? My my biggest thing comes back to servicing mainly because if, if I've got a machine down, I'm not producing anything which I'm not making money. So mm. if, if you've got a machine down for over a week, that, that's a whole week's worth of work that you're not getting done. Which which in in my books is is tens of thousands of dollars, really. Mm. So. If I can't get a machine looked at within a day or two days at the most, then 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 it's what's the point in having the machine, really? Mm. So it it sort of comes down to service for me, and and those guys seem to be the guys for service, and their machines aren't a bad machine; they're a good good machine. Um, it's a it's a Chinese manufactured machine, but there is some German parts within it, and there's a few other things that are actually really quite high quality. Um, mm. Even though it's Chinese made, it doesn't mean that it's 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 shit. Yeah, it is half the price of of an SEM machine. SEM's Italian made, um, but the the price of parts for this SEM bandsaw have been ridiculous. Like I've already mm. spent a couple of grand on this thing, and it's brand new. I've had it a month, so yeah. it, that that to me is pretty piss poor. And SEM just don't want anything to do with it. They 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 just don't give a shit. So. Mm. Yeah, Jeez, that's eh? why okay. service comes down to it for me. <laughs> yes. Now the other the other two that I was looking at in terms of the uh, jointer, so I was looking at the sixteen inch um, jointer planer combos just for the size shop that I got. I thought it would be a good um, space saver. But um, yeah. there's a company called Woodfast. Um, they're yes. based over in WA. I've heard some good, good things about them. Mm. Um, I haven't heard heaps about them, but I've heard some good things so um they're brilliant I, wood, wood faster one that i i definitely would recommend man definitely. okay all right yeah. so my whole shop at my old facility was wood fast almost everything was wood fast mm. um loved it they were brilliant machines um i just had to upgrade it to a bit bigger sort of stuff so um and i just ended up sort of going with a few things that i've got now but um yeah wood fast are brilliant and they've been around for a very very long time um, mm. My very first jointer was actually uh, 82, 1982 jointer, and I still had it, and I was running it um, up until probably three years ago, and then I, I sold it to a mate of mine, um, and it, it had the old Woodfast label on it and everything. It was pretty cool. I love that thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, geez, eh? So, yeah. all right, all right. Well, I suppose we better get on to uh, today's topic, So yes. and that is being the end of financial year review. So nice. I'm I'm happy to kick us off if you if you like. Yep. Um, so what have I got? So I, I I suppose this will be more of an open book type thing. So um, I've just basically listed what my yearly achievements have been in the previous financial year. So from July through to June 30. Mm -hmm. 
so I had quite a lot going on um, for me at my stage of the uh, business career. And it was um, originally in last July, I was literally uh, staying at my um, partner's parents' place whilst we were before moving into this new house of ours. And um, I was literally woodworking out of his side little awning area for a good three or four months there at the start of the year. So, um, I mean, it didn't have proper coverage from the elements like it was just it, it was great that they had that space for me it was really good so i could keep doing my thing but far out it was uh it was interesting so um yeah. having moved from that to building out the new um space that i'm in so most of the year of uh 2022 was basically dedicated to me building this um workshop that i'm in now so it used to be just a carport um mm -hmm. we basically gave it slapped on some walls new flooring um, and everything that entails within a wall, electrical, everything was put into it. So um, that took me a good little while because I'm, I'm no builder. Um, so we just <laughs> kind of scratched our way through that. So that was really good. Um, other things, started a website during that time, um, began looking into ways to growing this business seriously. So kind of trying, uh, trying to move it from just a, a fun little side hustle into, right, how can I actually grow this thing into um, something bigger down the line where it will hopefully eventually um, be the main source of income. And with that, we started moving away from just the very basic designs of builds um, and then starting to look at a couple more challenging type style builds and ones that are a bit more profitable. So um, obviously being custom work, you can kind of do anything, but we're, that's where we're trying to go. So we're trying to move away from just some very basic designs. Um, yep. We What else did we do? We finally created a YouTube video. Nice. So that was only not too long ago with uh, our good mates over at TimberCon. Yeah. Um, that's been on the bucket list for a little bit. Um, moved house, had our second child, started this podcast. Um, so that, it, it, was, it was a pretty full-on year. And then um, and we also snuck in some, some new equipment there. So what did I buy in that financial year? I got a Festool Domino, um, saw stop table saw, I got a three horsepower dust extractor from Timbercon and also a little lunchbox plan from Timbercon as well. So it was a, it was a full on you, mate. Sounds like a bloody good year to me, man. That's, yeah. that's not bad. Yeah. No, I, it was good. Like, cause I essentially, I do monthly reviews of our, of my business. I, I literally sit down and have a meeting on my own, um, which yep. is quite funny, but um, <laughs> not, you know, pour myself a coffee and at the start of every month, I'll have a little monthly review. And then it was through that I could go back through each of those months and go, oh shit, we did that. We did this. And you come to the end of the year and you're like, you know what? I've moved forward quite a bit this year. So it's mm. a it's a really good habit to kind of get into if you um if you do want to grow your business and just kind of take it month by month. It's it's a good way agreed. to do it. So no, agreed, man. That's that's good. I I used to do it quite often as well, and then it turned into quarterly, and then it turned into by bi-yearly and then it turned into yearly <laughs> so <laughs> now i sort of just have, have it at the start of every year and I'll, I'll just chat to myself and look at what i did previous year and what i want to work towards for that next year and yeah i wish i had time to do it every month then <laughs> i miss those days they were good <laughs> oh man yes yeah. no it's it's good so and then i suppose for uh what i've also written down here is is what my endeavors will be for the next financial year but i suppose i, I might let you kind of have a little bit of a uh, a dwell on on how your financial year looked, mate. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, well, I don't know. I'm I'm stoked with how my financial year's gone. I sort of 
I set myself a goal every financial year of what sort of figures I want to reach by the end of that year, and um, we exceeded those, so that was great. Um, and then uh, what else, the trade side of things. That trade side of things has been something I've wanted to do for a while, and then I have finally bit the bullet and sort of put some money into that, and there's still quite a few more things sort of thing um, happening behind the scenes with that. Um, we're developing our own products that will be labelled as uh, Living Timber Trade products, which I was hoping to have some of them out by now already, but um, a little bit delayed with that just for um, manufacturer-wise. I, I just wasn't super happy with some of the products that were sort of coming out from our manufacturers. So um, that's the whole point of prototyping, I suppose. So that that's one big thing that I, I sort of was stoked about was the trade side of things. Um, and then what else? Oh, man, so much. There was, there was um, there's something that's coming out hopefully within the next sort of four weeks or so, which is the, um, we were speaking about it before we jumped on, the um, account side of things that we're going to be setting up for our customers. Um, that's one thing I wanted to have done by the end of this financial year, but um, I, I missed out, unfortunately, so that's all right. <laughs> It'll be soon enough. Um, and yeah, uh, what else? Man, I don't know. Oh, actually, yes, There's there's been a contract that, um, that, uh, that um, has been in the talks for the past two years, um, and that finally went ahead, so my prototypes went out to those guys last week while I was away, while I was sick. Um, they came in and picked them up from our place, um, so all that will be going underway, and we'll be producing furniture Australia-wide from that, which will be good. Um, and there's a few ranges there. So we're starting off with one range, but we have multiple ranges with this company that we're going to be doing. So, um, soon there'll be living timber products Australia wide, which will be brilliant. Are you, are you allowed to dwell on what that is or is that to be, to be released at a later time? Um, there. Oh, I put you on the spot there, haven't I? Yeah, you, yeah, you have, you have, you have. Uh, there's, a, there's a few things that I can um, say, but I probably won't. Not, not quite yet. Just be, just because there's, I, there, yeah, yeah. I can't say much more. Yeah. Some legalities but, to it. No, no, that's fair. Yeah, I, I think yeah, I, I definitely put yeah. you on the spot there. But um, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's that, it's exciting, mate. I, I, I know a little bit about what's going on behind the yeah. scenes there. But if you're listening to this guy, stay tuned. You'll figure it out shortly enough. But yeah, um, it's, 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 it's it is very very, good very stuff. exciting. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty stoked for it. Soon enough, it'll it'll sort of come out. But um, yeah, for now, I'll, I'll sort of keep my 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 mouth zipped just just in case i did have to sign some things so um i'm not sure if we're out of the woods yet with some of that stuff i had to sign so yeah but i'm excited because we we actually just signed another contract with another big company that's doing australia wide as well for something similar so we've got oh, two of wow. them now which is which is quite good so wow. um yeah we're doing prototyping for that over the next two to three months so yeah it'll be it'll be good it's been a long time coming, so I'm excited that it's actually finally happening. <laughs> oh, congrats, mate. That's 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 good to hear. Oh, that's, yeah, thank that's you. That's good to see, mate. Um, yeah. oh, very good. All right. And then, obviously, you're leaving the best to last. You started a podcast, obviously, within the financial that's right. year. Yeah, so. no, yeah, yeah, I can't forget that. I can't forget that. Started the podcast. <laughs> oh, and surely that's going to be the top revenue maker out of all oh, of those things. Oh, that's definitely in there. Surely yeah, that's up there. We're making a motto here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, jeez. Oh. No, yes. no, I just do it for the love of it, man. You know that. <laughs> That's it, mate. That's it. That's it. 
Uh, well, that brings me on to uh, uh, so some of my financial year targets or goals um, for the next period. So, mm. um, yeah. So essentially, as I discussed before, I just had this written down. I've got so many targets and goals. Like it's a crazy a list that I always have jotted down. I don't hit them all, but it's better to reach for the stars than not reach for anything. So, um, mm-hmm. and I was going to address that. I use a monthly review in there. Um, obviously, I've already just spoken about that before. But um, if that's if you guys are looking to uh, you know grow your business, no matter what stage you're at, having something like that, having a sit down with your team or just by yourself, whoever you are with running this business, um, mm-hmm. it's a great idea because it keeps you on track. Um, even if you think you've had a shit month or whatever, you can go back and look at it. You know what? I've moved forward a little bit and I did it there. And then you can plan the next month and go, right, how can I move a little bit forward um, from where I was last month? So as long as you're doing that, perfect, mm-hmm. you're growing. And if, you know, essentially if you're not growing, you're dying. So that's how you got to look at it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't man, know who I said that, that, but I know someone important said that somewhere. And <laughs> uh, I really that. like it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's brilliant, man. I love it. Yeah. yeah. That's so. that's one thing that you've got to always be doing is is learning from yourself. Yeah, I, that's 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 one big thing that I've always sort of said to people that are in business is 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 you don't want to compete with other people, you want to compete with yourself. And the best way to do that is monthly reviews like that, man, which is brilliant. So my my biggest competitor is me. If I can beat me every month, I'm happy. <laughs> exactly. I I couldn't have yeah. said that better. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. So a um, couple other things that I've I've jotted down. I uh, so I want to make triple the amount in sales revenue that I've ever made. So this year's nice. the year we've got to start getting shit done. Um, yes. So <laughs> we'll start making some sales this year, and we're off to a good start. So happy with that. Um, Beautiful. But uh, and then equipment acquisition, as always, in my stage, I still need a whole bunch of crap. So um, mm-hmm. Jointer, Festal TS seventy five, they're on the uh, the list first up. <laughs> Bandsaw, uh, potentially looking at. Um, this will be probably later towards the end of next year Um, but uh, I want to upgrade I've been looking at some panel saw options that will Mm -hmm. fit in this space if I work it right Um, the saw stops great um, but I would love a little panel saw it would just help me with a lot of the things that I do and um, where I'm moving forward so that's also kind of a a little vision Um, Mm -hmm. other things I've got growing our beautiful podcast so I want us to um, yeah take this to new heights and possibly start doing some events here and there and get some merch out get a website going and uh, really start growing this space because I love it mate this is it's great we get a really good feedback from it Um, the community that we're starting to build here is really good so we're just I do it because you guys listen um, and I just get a lot of joy out of it. So I'm learning whenever I'm here, uh, which is great. So (laughs) I don't think Dean's learning too much off me, but um, I'm very happy to be here. So it's great. Um, So I'd love to kind of build on that space a bit more. Um, Mm -hmm. That kind of aligns with another goal is getting a bit more active on the YouTube platform and just general video spaces. So um, Mm -hmm. had a lot of fun doing that video with TimberCon not too long ago. So there's going to be more to come in that space. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a couple of other little things for me, um, just creating some more local community ties with some architects, interior designers and builders. Um, that's nice. a big um, path for me and goal of mine this year is to really strengthen those. Um, and yeah, that's that's pretty much it. There's a stack of other goals, but they're the ones I've listed for today. So we'll Brilliant. leave it at that. 
Yeah, nice, man. Oh, I love it. Yes. <laughs> what about you, mate? What, what have you got on the uh, horizon in the next in the next financial year? Uh, my biggest thing. Oh, I got a, I got a lot of stuff. My, I really. Um, uh, this financial year, I need to expand, expand into a larger um, facility. So that's the that's that facility across the road from us that we're going to be jumping into. Um, I've now secured another mill that we work with, so now I've got WA under my belt. So that's good. I've got Ooh. some Western Australian species there. So I've wow. got I now got mills in every state across Australia, which is which is exciting. Um, so. Um, I want to sort of build that. There's a fair few species in WA that we that I can't get anywhere else from any of the other mills that I deal with, so that's exciting. Um, and then, obviously, financial goals. I've got a financial goal that I want to hit. Um, uh, I won't discuss what that is, but yeah, yeah. Um, so if I can hit that, I'm stoked. Um, that'll keep me happy. Um, I'd like to try and secure another couple of mills around Australia towards the end of the year so that I've got a few more few more mills there under my belt because they're, they're always handy to have those um and then um the trade side of things we'll probably expand um with the trade side um i want to expand into a little bit of tooling um so that that's something that i i originally wasn't going to do but it it sort of seems like it's one of those things that people are asking for now so I think what I'll do is I'll get a few more more woodworking products there first, um, and then from that I can build on that and and get into a little bit of tooling, whether that's just clamps and a few little hand tools and and go from there. Um, and who knows, maybe it'll go into machinery. Who knows, maybe. But I don't really want to get Ooh. into that stuff. We'll just sort of see where it goes. Well, hopefully, <laughs> your uh, customer service is good, mate. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I need to. I need to find the right, um, the right machinery company to work with there as well. So yeah, we'll see. See how that goes. But um, they're probably my main goals off the top of my head that I can think of that I'd like to do. Um, I'd like to expand a little bit and probably get a couple of staff happening again. Um, as much as I tried to stay away from that and I've gone back to doing it on my own. Uh, I th- I think there is some benefits there of having some staff. As much as mm. I like to be on my own in the in the factory, <laughs> I think I think I'm I'm probably going to have to stop being so stubborn and and just bite the bullet and go back into that side of things. Mate, um, you're an ideas man. You got too many ideas to be a lone soldier. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, you so got to blossom. Let it out. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, when we do this big expansion, I I definitely need at least another full timer on with me. So, um. Well, with with the with the revenue that we'll be bringing in, I, I don't think I can do it on my own. So I'll definitely need to bring somebody on board there, mm. um, whether or not it's a couple of part timers or just one full timer. I don't know. I'll, I'll figure something out. Um, but yeah, off the top of my head, I think that's that's everything that I'm sort of oh, excited mate, about for the that's future. That's another exciting mm. year. You've just that's marvelous. So <laughs> yeah, I'm excited yeah. for you. <laughs> That oh, and expanding this, like I, I do really want to expand this side of things. I'm, I'm enjoying the podcast. Um, uh, I, I think it's something that that will go really well with us, man. We're, we're starting to get a really good um, following, and and all these listeners that we got are just bloody brilliant, and that's what keeps me going. So, um, if we can get more fantastic listeners out there, like all of you guys that are already listening, then then that sort of makes it worth worth my while. Yeah. No, I Love totally it. agree. Actually, spe- speaking of those listeners, let's uh, let's go over a couple of questions that they've actually asked us. Yes. So, nice. we had um, 
Infinity Wood Oz uh, ask us what oh, design God, programs do you use and <laughs> or do you just pencil and paper it? Oh, you want me to go first? All right. Well, thank you, Stu. <laughs> Stu's actually a, a really good mate of mine. I, I, I love Stu. He's a good bloke. Um, so <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit weird in this sense. I, I do everything in my head. Everything. So when it comes down to planning that planning everything, it, it's all done in my head. I, I just visualize the whole thing. I very rarely will note things down or, or write anything down. I, I can just build it in my head and know exactly how I'm going to do it. Um, much like this this Melbourne job, I've got the, the rough plans there um, from from the builders, but every, every single detail on how I'm doing this in a modular sense so I can send it down to Melbourne is, is sitting up in my head at the moment. We're going to have to so. start calling you the Da Vinci Code, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know why, but, but every time I've sort of jotted things down or I've tried using CAD, I, I can use SketchUp. I've, I've got everything sitting there to to use SketchUp. Every single time I use it, I, I, I break down. I just can't do it. I don't know why. It just doesn't work for me. I need to have it in my head and visualize it like all mm. the time whilst I'm building. So, um, yeah, I'm a little bit weird in that sense. Probably, well, it's probably, probably, it's probably, it's probably good. It's probably good for people to hear that though, that, you know, someone at your level doing, you know, crazy 4.2 meter bent laminations getting sent, <laughs> sent down to Melbourne and all these bits and pieces can do it without, um, any of these programs. So it's, yeah, um, I mean, I, it's yeah. like, it's not for everyone. Don't, don't get me wrong. I, I, I've told other people in this industry that are a hell of a lot bigger than me that that's how I do things and they they have no idea how I even am running a company when I do that so <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah but each to their own that's what works for me so yeah I'm having mm. fun with it who cares yeah well I'm, I'm like at this stage like I, I mean my designs aren't too um in depth just yet they're starting to get a little bit more complicated but um mm. The it's still a lot of pencil and paperwork with me. I'm um I mm -hmm. have started using SketchUp, so that's it's been that's another goal of mine as well. Um, it was on the list is to by pretty much the end of next financial year be using that uh, for each piece and make that part mm -hmm. of my presentation to the client. So um, yeah. as just having that you know a bit of professionalism there in that respect um, in yep. landing the job, I feel like having that as part of your quoting system and blah 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 can work. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know doing SketchUp that takes a bit of time. So if you're doing a complicated design, just doing that as part of a quote is quite you're going to lose a bit of time there, but I'm mm. hoping that by that stage they'll be paying for that time, so that will be the plan. Um, mm. And then there's also I've you know heard a lot of people using Revit, um, and then mm -hmm. obviously CAD as well. So I haven't yeah, had too CAD's much experience good. with those with those two platforms, but um, mm. yeah. So I, I learned CAD when I was when I went through TAFE for a little bit there, and, and CAD is CAD's pretty easy. SketchUp's bloody fantastic though. You can't mm. beat SketchUp. So I've actually got a little. Um, Oh, it's like a tablet type of thing that you just sit in front of your computer and connect it up and it's got its own little pen and you just sort of draw on this tablet and it and whatever you draw on this tablet happens on the screen and it's connected to SketchUp. So oh, you can do rough wow. sketches with this thing. I'll show you, if you, if you do come in tomorrow, I'll, I'll show you what it is. It's pretty good. Uh, Wake, Wacom tablet they are. Um, they're okay. brilliant. I used to use it when I... Um, I so when NFTs first became a thing, um, I, like I'm quite into my 
crypto. So when NFTs first came into a thing, oh, I actually Are you designed... into your crypto? Oh, God. Oh, you man, just I opened a can crypto. of worms there. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. Oh, <laughs> so we can't talk about that right now. We can't go down there. But no, I, I actually designed uh, quite a few NFTs that I, um, of course that I sent did. out there. So, yeah. All right. He's a silent yeah. billionaire, everyone, just quietly. Oh, man. I uh, <laughs> <laughs> it still makes me pay for his timber, though, somehow. Yeah, that's yeah. it. <laughs> Oh, sorry. We'll talk about crypto another time. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I love a bit of crypto action. So, yeah, you'll hear yeah. me talking about that. Um, we love did have it. one other question. So, Wes yep. Inglis asked uh, when to go from full time work to part time business and work practically? Um, mm. So I, I think um, we've probably even almost covered that in one of the episodes I, from season possibly. one, possibly a little bit there, but it'd be good mm. to just um, hash over that a little bit again. What's your, have you got anything you want to say in that regard, Dean? I'm probably the worst person to ask for. I'm, I'm very much, I'll just jump straight into stuff. So yeah, you're a bullet again, <laughs> like, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. So like, as, as most people know, I started this company with less than $20 in my pocket and I just went full bore into it. So <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not the best person to ask about that because I'll tell you to quit your job and do what you love. But um, financially that doesn't work for a lot of people. So mm. um, I, I'm very much about um, whatever makes you happy do it that, that's that's how i've always sort of lived so um for me finances has never been something that i look at so if i've got no money in my account who really gives a shit if i'm happy and i've got a roof over my head does it really matter as long as i'm doing something that i enjoy so um, I, I, it, it depends on what sort of uh quality of life most people like to live i'm not a very <laughs> materialistic person so i don't need things around me to keep me oh, happy. I, I think those big fluffy feathers in your background, if we had yes. a video for the viewers, they'd, I'd say otherwise, mate. But, uh. I actually I actually collected these myself, believe it or not. Oh, did you? Yeah, what is it, pumpus yeah. grass or something? What it is, is it? pumpus. Yeah, it's yeah, pumpus yeah. grass. Yeah, yeah. I oh, found these very... down at Riverside, down at Cranbrook here. Oh, <laughs> very boutique of you, Dino. Yeah, this is... This is I, I had to do something flashy in my little meditation oh, room, so... Yeah. That's very the grain designs of you, actually. That would uh, suit is. one of our uh, photo shoots quite well. Yeah, I mean, you can borrow them if you'd like. <laughs> I'll find you some more. I'll cut some more down. <laughs> oh, um, pro tip well, with I... those, spray them with some hairspray and they never fall apart. That's how I did these. Oh, you're these. kidding? Yeah, these are like four years old. You're kidding. Wow. Yeah. I, I yeah, love they're those. They're brilliant. They're still, yeah, they're still on trend. I love those. Oh, heaps in trend. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. I, um, I'm I'm not the best person to ask for it because I I, I I will put you in financial dire straits. So <laughs> <laughs> love it. Oh well, Wes, oh. I'm pretty much in that scenario as we speak. So um, let me know when you figured it out. But uh, no, I, I I will say it obviously depends on on what your situation is. So for mm. me, um, things are a little bit different. I, I would as much as I would love to go Bulletergate straight into a full time woodworking. Um, business and I'd buy all the machinery and do all the things straight away. Um, I've got a couple of little ones that I got to think about and the big mortgage and blah blah blah. So um, mm. it, I, I wouldn't risk that yet. As much as I'd love to give that a crack, I just I just wouldn't do that for me personally yet. Um, I think the best way forward. So it just again, it depends on your situation. If you've got things like that in your life, um, like kids and, you know, some some of those responsibilities, then you've got to think about your your way forward. But um, 
I think the best way to do it, mate, is just let it happen organically. So buy tools mm. as you can afford them. Um, see if your designs sell, you know, get as creative as you can, build what you enjoy um, and see if there's a market for it. And then if there's not, find a market that you like selling into. Um, just keep trialing trialing and erroring what you can do um, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, buy as you go. So, And then you'll find that with the old monthly reviews, if you keep moving forward, all of a sudden you'll be, right, okay, I can actually do this as a part-time business now and still work um, mm. or I can move on to this full-time as a business after a couple of years. So um, you might surprise yourself. But I, I think just let it happen organically, mate, and um, buy things as you can get them. Don't put yourself like into that. too much debt and um, have mm-hmm. fun with it. So, No, I love that. That's great advice. That's one thing is, is, is in business you don't want to grow too big too quick. I see a lot of people out there that get overexcited and, and buy all the tools, move into a big space put a couple of staff on man just go with it slowly as you can afford things buy them if you don't need them don't buy them and just sort of slowly progress there like like where look at where i've gotten it's taken me like nine years eight years to get to where i am and i'm still not even in a very big position technically really in in comparison to what's out there so um, in comparison yeah. to bill gates yeah <laughs> yeah <no. laughs> <laughs> He's about to move past Elon Musk, but Bill Gates is in another level. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah Bill no. Gates is a small fry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get into those bees with the billion. <laughs> nah, I don't know. I'm very much a big um, grow slowly in business. Very, very mm. slowly in business. Um, I must say, I'm, I'm the same, mate. I'm the same. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, it, it amazes me that you're a grow slowly in your mind because the way that you come up with these <laughs> ideas when we speak offline is just crazy. It's, it's marvelous. <laughs> it's yeah. a thing of beauty. I can see why you're, you're good business wise. So, that's yeah, good. I, I definitely like. I, there is things that I've lost out on in business because I've gone too big too quick in. So I've I've learned from my own mistakes. But I I am very cautious with what I spend too. So. There is some things that I will invest into, but I'll only invest into something when I know that I think that, like when I know that it'll it'll execute well, and I'll be able to make tenfold from it. So um, I'm very cautious with what I spend spend money on. Um, so you can't just be you don't want to be frugal with your money and not spend anything, but you also don't want to be going out and spending every single penny that you earn. So. Um, yeah, grow grow slowly. Be cautious with what you're doing, and you'll get there. Like you said, organically. Let it, let it sort of happen. If it takes two weeks, it takes two weeks. If it takes ten years, it takes ten years. Just you do you. Whatever whatever happens, go in the flow and and be happy. Be yes. happy. Make sure you're happy the whole time. When be you're happy, happy, you go cut some pumpice grass and put a bit of hairspray on it and <laughs> tuck it, it in your yoga room. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That that'll keep you happy. I tell you. <laughs> Oh, dear. on that note, I think we've been going for about almost an hour now, so we better yep. wrap that up because I I think I've got tea waiting for me inside. So I just nice. got that alert on my phone that's just come up. So <laughs> Easy. Uh, always a pleasure, Dean. Yeah, mate, always a pleasure. This is fantastic. Until next time. <laughs> yes. All right, guys, we'll see you on the next one. All right. Love you, listeners. Bye.